You have just entered Liberty Lighthouse, where we cut through the fog with common sense and logic. Coming to you from Pennsylvania, the state of independence. Here he is, U.S. Navy veteran, author of the book, Progress, Really? And your freedom-loving host, Peter Seraphine. Welcome to Liberty Lighthouse. I'm your host, Peter Seraphine. Find me on social media, at P. Seraphine. And don't forget to check out the show's website at liberty-lighthouse.com. Today's show is a follow-up to episode number two on freedom of speech. There's a couple of things that I didn't get covered quite as well as I wanted to on Sunday. Um, My 15-year-old son, Jack, joined me and that uh, threw me off a little bit. So let me get back to those. Well, first, I had said that I would get back to hate speech. We absolutely must protect hate speech. It might be disgusting, deplorable, whatever pejorative term you want to use, but we have to protect it. The reason that we have to protect it is because if we don't, then the line's going to get moved and more things are going to fall under the umbrella of hate speech and more speech will be regulated and then the line will be moved again and more speech will become hate speech. And before you know it, you won't be able to say anything. You don't have to agree with it in order to protect it. One example I like to use in this case is burning of the American flag. Now, the Supreme Court has said that burning the American flag is free speech. Okay, if that's the law, that's the law. I will protect your right. I will defend your right to burn the American flag. But I'm also going to do my best to make sure that you never hold the public office if you do that. I'm going to make sure that everybody I know is aware that you burned an American flag. Not going to stop you from doing it. I'll protect your right to do it. But I'm going to make darn sure that you regret doing it. Now, because I like to point out when our laws don't make logical sense, and we try to use common sense here in Liberty Lighthouse, I want you to think about those times recently in the news when a rainbow flag was burned and an attempt was made to charge these perpetrators with a hate crime. If burning an American flag is free speech, then burning a rainbow flag is certainly free speech as well. Now, the the stories that were in the news, I'm pretty sure these people were burning flags that they didn't own, so that's a little different. That is, you know, destruction of private property. Uh, That is a crime, whether it's free speech or not. So in terms of hate speech, I like to adopt the philosophy of Voltaire. Well, actually, it wasn't Voltaire. It was one of Voltaire's biographers. Uh, a quote that is often attributed to Voltaire. I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. That's a philosophy that I think more Americans need to have, especially if we have keeping our liberty in mind. So to wrap this up, protect hate speech before everything you say is called hate speech. And don't forget, as always, if I miss something, or if you have a different opinion that you'd like to share, 
please leave me voice messages at uh, liberty-lighthouse.com, anchor.fm, slash Liberty Lighthouse, wherever you get your podcast. Most of them have a send me a voice message link. I'd love to hear from you. Add those uh, comments to these follow-up episodes. Uh, thus far, I haven't got any of those, so it's just been me talking. It'd be a lot more fun if you talk back. Next, I'd like to talk a little bit about those occasions when you temporarily waive your right to free speech. The most common of those is when you're at work. I said in uh, the first follow-up that I'm a mailman. Now, I'm a rural mail carrier, which means that I drive my own vehicle at work. Now, because I'm at work, I am not allowed to advertise on my vehicle. I'm not allowed to put bumper stickers on, political or otherwise. I can't advertise Liberty Lighthouse. I can't put vote for Joe Blow. I I can't advertise on my vehicle. That is free speech that I have temporarily waived for the privilege of having my job. That also applies to other employees in other situations. Most employers have some rule about what you can or cannot wear. You're not allowed to wear logos. You're not allowed to have uh, political advertisements on your person or things like that. And this brings me to the second thing that I forgot to cover. Um, The NFL national anthem protests of last year. So a whole bunch of these NFL athletes decided that they were going to protest because of what they saw as unfair treatment. Great. They're allowed to protest. That's wonderful. It's, it, it really is terrific when people decide to stand up and protest for what they see as an inequality. However, these particular athletes decided to do it while they were on the football field, while they were wearing their team uniform. That is not okay to me. It became a huge deal. It got tons of news coverage. And I'm sure that was the exact intent of the protests. However, personally, I don't blame the players. I blame the coaches, managers, and team owners for not putting a stop to it immediately. If I had been one of the team owners, I would have immediately said, if anybody on my team does this, anybody protests during the national anthem, they will no longer be a member of my team. Period. You will stand there silently and respectfully during the national anthem. And any team owner, manager, or coach is completely within their rights to do that because those players are employees wearing the uniform of the team, representing the team. It's not racist to tell them you can't protest during the national anthem. But because the thought police have trained us that if we say anything, do anything, try to stop anything that is against the mainstream, that will be called racist. I really believe that the owners and coaches and managers didn't act immediately and decisively to stop the protests because they were just afraid of being called racist. And, and that is, that's the Orwellian thought police doing their job better than Orwell himself could have imagined. So in quick summary, yes, you have a right to free speech. Sometimes you have to temporarily waive that right. Protest on your own time, not when you're at work. 
your boss has the right to restrict your speech while you're on the clock. It's that simple. Now, I know this segment is probably going to be considered controversial. And quite honest, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. So, as I say often, go to liberty-lighthouse.com, anchor.fm slash libertylighthouse, or wherever you see the send me a voice message button and send me a voice message. So the other topic that I didn't get into uh, as much depth as I wanted to in episode number two on free speech was the Orwellian thought police. I mentioned that New York City has made it a crime to call someone an illegal alien as an insult, a crime punishable by a $250,000 fine. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, uh, the Orwellian thought police have, have been at it for quite a while, but it's just really the first time that it became law that I'm aware of. They started a lot smaller than that. They started when every time you say something that they didn't agree with, they called you a racist or a bigot or transphobic or Islamophobic. Name-calling in order to try to pressure you into following their line of thought. That's how the thought police started anyway. Now they've actually made it into the law books. Uh, If you're a fan of George Orwell and 1984 in particular, then you'll, you'll know exactly what I mean when I say thought police. You'll also understand what I mean when I say newspeak. Man, there's a lot of newspeak going on lately. My opinion is I think the newspeak came first, and then the thought police followed behind. So Progress made a decision and came up with a new title for an old item. And then the thought police come by and call you a bigot if you don't use the new title for that same old item. Those were the two big topics that I didn't feel I covered well enough. Uh, Protect hate speech, because if you don't, it'll all become hate speech. And the uh, thought police have been at it for quite a while, and now they're starting to get laws on the books. That is very bad news. That's going to be the end of this follow-up. Thank you for stopping by. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter at PSeraphine. Check out liberty-lighthouse.com. Come back in just a couple of days when I'm going to be talking about the erosion of our republic and how we're either heading toward democracy or socialism, neither of which are what our country is designed to be. Leave me some voice messages to make these follow-up episodes a little more fun for both of us. Until next time, protect your liberties. Once they're gone, there's no getting them back. God bless America. Let me tell you why I chose Anchor to host my podcast. First, it's free. It's one of the few hosts I found that really is free. They have all the tools that you need. You can make your podcast on a computer, or you can download their free app and make edits and uploads straight from your phone. So, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, I say download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today.
Are you fed up with progressive society? I'm Peter Seraphine, and my frustration led me to write a short book titled Progress Really? Progress Really is about the past, current, and future state of American culture, government, and social standing. I urge every liberty-loving American to visit my website, seraphine.com, and order a copy. Give Progress Really a quick read and some serious thought. That was seraphine.com, S-E-R-E-F-I-N-E.com. Order your copy today.